Hello and welcome to episode 40 of the Bonfire Banter Podcast. I'm Dean from DigiWeb Consultancy and I'm joined by my friend... Megan aka Bonfire Cherry with a crappy audio. <laughs> yes, a bit of an issue with audio man, but uh, I'll, I'll do my best with it and just stick with us. It's quality in terms of content, not, even if not audio quality. <laughs> and uh, and this you- time around we've got a guest. We do. So I'm, I'm Jean Edwards and I, um, I'd like to say I'm an artist, although I don't make my living by making art, but I do make lots of art. You've got wonderful art at that. <laughs> you, you, you're more creative than I am. Well, I, I did this kind of thing that started in 2012 where I decided I would do a drawing every single day for one year. Because I saw a friend of mine doing it, and I thought, "Oh, that's a great idea," and um, and then here I am, eight years later, still doing it. <laughs> I just couldn't stop after one year; it had totally become a habit. So it's actually made me make more art in the last few years than I ever have done before. Because I always used to find excuses not to, like there was too much work to do, and I was too busy, and I couldn't find the right thing, and. So I think that's helped me be more artistic than I used to be. I always found the um, the train tickets, um, what you did for those, are very yeah. amazing. Yeah, I enjoyed that, and and that's that's interesting looking back on it because I went on, a, on my first train journey last weekend to see family, and virtually nobody is using a real life train ticket now, and they, you're really discouraged from having a real train ticket. So I've got all these train tickets stashed away to carry on making art on, and they're almost like part of history now. They'll become much more um, scarce as time goes on. You're always going to be the train ticket lady to me. (laughs) (laughs) Uh They're just, they are the perfect size for making art as well. If you haven't got much time or if you want to make a set of lots of lots of things, to be able to work on something so small is really nice. Excuse my cat there. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting. I want to say check out your website, but you don't have a website, do you? No, no, I, I haven't. I have a blog, which I kind of treat as a website, really. Um, and my blog is called uh, Jean Drawing a Day, and it's on WordPress. So that's kind of the nearest I've got to having a website. And one day it might be a website, but I haven't quite made it to that point yet. Well, you can do a lot with WordPress. So it could just um, naturally evolve because the platform's pretty good for adapting to different needs and features and stuff. Yeah, I mean, it seems to be okay at the moment. So I, I kind of put most stuff on there and then use that to tweet or share on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. So, yeah, it's a good... Because um, I've been cause I've kept it since 2012, I'm kind of reluctant to let it go or move into anything different because it's got such a history. Yeah, I remember setting up my website, well, this on Wix originally, uh, in 2014. 15, around about that time, I started to sort out a website. It's interesting to maintain one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think for lifespan for website, a lot of them don't tend to still be maintained after about three or four years. So you've done quite well, I think. Really? Yeah, both. I've yeah, got think, a good example of one. Yeah, I think, I think because I post something on it every single day, that's kept it alive. And because of that, it's like this massive archive of 
every single drawing I've done since August 2012. So it's kind of like, it's almost like the more you do, the more anxious you are to maintain it because it's got such a, a kind of history that you don't want to lose. And, you know, some of the drawings I don't actually have anymore and maybe gave them away or they're lost or, you know, they were temporary. So they only exist there. Yeah, I've lost some of my designs over the years. I thought, I won't be using this again. And I've, I've ended up just recreating them in the end. Yeah, yeah. It's hard, isn't it? Because I've got loads of stuff in the cellar and I, every so often, I have a big tidy up and more of it gets thrown away. But, yeah, it's just hard to let go of stuff that you created yourself, I think. A quick thing about our websites. Remember um, Space Jam? Yeah. That website, the website for that is still up. Oh, wow. Some of the checkout we can put in the show notes. But, yeah, the, the site is apparently still up. Well, actually, probably saying the time we were saying this, they're now doing a sequel um, to it, so... They'll probably bound to take it down eventually. Yeah, I don't know if it's actually still owned by Warner or not, or if it's um, just kind of a fan effort to keep it up. But, well, it was ahead of its time for when it was created. It's an interesting kind of relic, even if it doesn't really look like much compared to today's standards. But The time of 90s internet. <laughs> the old dial-up tune. Yeah. So what what stuff have you been up to recently, creative-wise? Um, well, I, at the moment, I'm taking part in a daily drawing thing on Twitter. Well, it's, it's also a little bit on Instagram now called um, Drawing August. And that's, I think it must be the fifth or sixth year that's happened now, actually. Some, somebody on Twitter invented it and said, hey, let's do a drawing every day in August and we'll post them. And yeah, it's really nice. And the first the first time I did it, it helped me meet people locally who were sketching. And on the very last day, we got together in Abington Park and drew together in real life, which we'd not done up till then. Um, but yeah, so I'm doing that. And I've, I, I, I can see what, from what other people were doing, that a lot of people try to have some kind of idea that makes it coherent so that the whole month is based around something that fits together. So I decided uh, after loads of prevarication and not knowing what to do, I decided that I would do a drawing every day in Abington Park and I would tag them onto a map so that anybody who looks at them, if they want to see where I did them, they could kind of virtually go around Abington Park and look at my drawings in the right location. So I've done that. Oh, that's interesting. That's really cool. Yeah, it's been good. I mean, it's 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 been the it was quite hard yesterday because I had to try and find like forty five minutes when it wasn't absolutely pouring with rain. But I did it. Yeah, it was all right. I wrapped my sketch. They're all in the same sketchbook. They're all in this sketchbook, which so obviously I don't want to get it sopping wet because they're all in there. So I've kind of wrapped it up in like plastic, so there's only one page exposed to the rain. <laughs> But yeah, it's quite good actually. And somebody on Instagram who doesn't live here anymore, he's been following it because he 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 put up pictures of himself drawing and painting in Abington Park. So he was quite interested to see like all the different locations. But uh, yeah. yeah, it's, it's quite good to interesting be able to that you go keep it going. It's quite, it's quite a small, yeah, it's quite a small place. But every time I go there. I'm spoiled for choice about what to do. You know, I, I'm not kind of wandering around going, oh, what shall I do? What shall I do? Uh, 
every time I go, it kind of exposes at least two or three other things I could do. So I kind of um, know what will happen in the next few days. The only problem is that I missed two last week because I had a migraine, so I couldn't go out. So I'm a bit annoyed about that because it breaks the continuity. Your drawings are amazing. I did do a drawing, but I just couldn't go out and do it. So I I might do, at the weekend, I might do like two double pages to kind of catch up, maybe. (laughs) Did you watch that Grayson Perry thing? I think having a day practice is an achievement, even if you don't get it every day. I mean, I did um, an audio mode challenge where you got to, um, I think it's month of May, you record and release one piece of audio content a day. And I didn't manage to do it every day, but <laughs> uh, yeah, I found that difficult to maintain. So Yeah, I mean, I have, I have, th- I have like a thing in place where if I can't do it because I've got a migraine, I always do like five minutes of pattern making anyway. So I've got something and it doesn't break the continuity. But uh, yeah, I've been lucky that I haven't maybe been ill or had anything happen that's prevented me from completely not doing it. So, um, but I think doing it every day, you get to a stage where it just becomes a thing you do instead of becoming mm. a thing that's hard to do. It just becomes like eating or cleaning your teeth. You just, it just happens as part of the day because you kind of work it in. And I think when you're doing creative things, it's very easy to find reasons to prevent you doing it. Then you feel quite justified in not doing it because of this or that. And unless it's your job and you've got that impetus and, you know, it isn't my job, so I have to fit it in. You know, and at my worst, I had 10 years of not making any art at all because I allowed my job to completely overwhelm it. So it's a good way of preventing that happening again. Yeah, I found that's an issue with any kind of hobbies I've been trying to maintain is um, work can get in the way very easily if you let it. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I, at that time I was a teacher, so I said, oh, well, you know, I'm helping children make art, so I'm kind of doing art. But looking back on it, I wasn't really. It's it's not the same when you're not actually making your own stuff. No. Yeah, that makes sense. It's it's less for yourself. It's more just doing it for 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 someone else, I guess, in that situation. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, yeah, definitely. And I, I think maybe one of the things doing it every day has done is it's made me look out for opportunities to meet other people who are making art and kind of join in with them. So that's been good. It's made me maybe more outward looking a bit. So, um, and, and I'm really surprised actually, I think with the rise of social media over the time I've been doing it, that there's so many people out there doing something similar. And that's quite nice. A guy that I follow on um, my blog and he follows me, he just reached 1,500 days. And I thought wow. that's, that's, really, that's really nice because I'm about to reach 3,000 days. So that's quite a nice connection, you know, that he's like halfway behind me. Yeah. But I remember when I started, I looked it up online and I saw somebody who'd done it for 10,000 days and it just seemed impossible. <laughs> but now it doesn't seem quite so impossible. <laughs> Do you want to end the episode with a random fact? Oh, yeah. What random fact have you got? Did you know that Dennis the Menace, the UK and the US version, were created on the exact same day without the other person knowing? Really? That's amazing. Well, it, well, obviously, this was time before the internet, so the other person would have known about it. But 
Britain and Kenny have a very similar idea, same name. Wow. It makes you Did think... Did you know that, Dean? I heard up for actually. <laughs> but it's... <laughs> It's re- it's a really good fact to hear a second time. I've forgotten yeah. about it. It makes you think there must have been something in the culture that made, you know, sort of like provoked it to happen. Yeah. I've got some interesting craft facts for the next couple of episodes, but I thought I'd just get that in now. Yeah, that's amazing. So do you think either one of the creators would have thought the other one was plagiarising? But they would. They, well, nowadays they might, mightn't they? When they found out, when they found out, um, I'll link the article. I'll share the, I'll link the article to yeah. you after this and put it in the show notes. When they found out about each other, they just made the agreement that they won't cross into each other's um, country. Right. So, that, um, so that's why you don't get any um, US Dennis stuff over here and vice versa so in the US. Oh, that's good. Because it's more plausible that they could independently come up with it in the past, isn't it? Whereas now, you might kind of think that the internet or social media would have allowed it to, you know, just one person find it when they had made it. It's a lot easier to um, plagiarise stuff now than it was then, I guess. Yeah, big problem, isn't it? It's a real worry. I sometimes want to do something and I think, but is that my idea? Or have I just found it? You know, you could be browsing through the internet and it goes in, and then a few days later it comes out and you think it's your idea, and then you're paranoid about whether it is or not. Yeah. I feel like most things are just kind of a rework of something else, though. I mean, your own kind of way of doing it is kind of what makes it unique, I guess. Even if it's kind of similar to something else which has been done before. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So this has been episode 40 of the Bonfire Banter podcast with me, Megan, aka Bonfire Cherry, with my wonderful co-host who's got better audio um, audio than me at the moment. I do. <laughs> I continue to be Dean from DGF Consultancy. And we're so glad we've got our wonderful guest. I'm Jean Edwards, and I've enjoyed talking about drawing so far. Where can people find you? Oh, so you can find me um, on my blog, which is Jean Drawing a Day at word, uh, WordPress.com, and I'm Jean Ed Seventy on Twitter. Yeah. Thanks very much for listening. Goodbye. Thanks a lot. Bye. Hello, this is Megan to say a huge thanks to our subscribers. Sam Collins, who produces great products by recycling fabric offcuts. Kelly, Emily, Ashley Edwards, who runs Ashley Noel Edwards Photography. John Rizzo, who runs the YouTube channel John Hernandez Rizzo. Kim Wood. Tommy, who runs Vintage and Antiques in the US of A and can be found on 20th Century Rescue on Etsy. Master Jones, a designer I personally recommend supporting. Tom Webber, Carolyn, Don, Lisa, who runs Perfidious Jewelry, Maria Richardson, Simon Ridley, Wayne Hancock, Diet Hutchinson, who is the editor of GGUK, aka Girl Gamers UK, Gil Dove, Vivian Johnston, 
Caroline Stocks, Geraldine Donton, Matthew Clark, who runs Hyde Gifts, Emma Johnstone, Susan Jenkins, Debbie Winter, Stefina, Freaky Curves, Karen Alexandra-Ellie, Charlotte Banks, Susan Briddle, and M. Kathy Wilson. Thanks for your huge support. If you want to be mentioned our subscribers shout out, you can subscribe to us by checking us out on thegretchos.com slash bonfire banter and by filling out the form. You'll be automatically entered to any giveaway that we'll be doing what we do every now and then. Our next one is most likely going to be around about Christmas time. Thank you very much for listening.